0: The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reads and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian Districts, and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you guys out there? Hope you're all keeping very well out there in Podcast Land. Yes, another week is here. And happy 4th of July to all of our American friends. Yay! Hence the introduction. <laughs> Happy 4th of July, everyone. hope you're all having the best time. If you're celebrating over there in the States, because I'm aware it is a public holiday over there, hope you're having the best crack with fireworks and all sorts. And uh, yeah, we've been getting in the hashtag Rab Show selfies, actually. I think the guys from Waken District are out at the minute. They're playing at various different celebratory events and things. So they were sending us in Rab Show selfies. And to everyone else who was sending them in via Twitter and through Facebook and everything, Thank you, everyone. Yeah, it's been an awesome 4th of July, uh, even here in sunny Northern Ireland. Because, you know what? The weather here in Northern Ireland has been insane. It's been up in the high 30 degrees Celsius for this last, I don't know, nearly a week or two now. There is actually a hosepipe ban. And in the news, regularly, there is features about how Northern Ireland is running out of drinking water. And that we have to be careful about their use of water, which never happens because it rains here all the time. I would have thought we'd ever would would have a shortage of water. But there you go, whenever you think about it, if it didn't rain all the time, we couldn't make Guinness, we couldn't make Bushmills. But here we go, we're undergoing a drought at the minute. Yeah, two weeks without any rain and the whole country dries up, it's ridiculous. Uh, anyway, I'm not complaining, not complaining. Because if anything, the wife wanted me to get a whole load of power washing done, you know, out with the hose and the machine and everything to get the the slabs and all washed and all that. Anyway, you don't need to do that. But I don't have to do it now because I can't use my hose. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Away from all that. Yeah. Welcome. We are the show for the piping folks. So if this is the first time you're listening to The Big Rab Show, thank you for tuning in. Yeah, Uh, if it's got bagpipes in it, around it or near it at all, then we are the show for you. And what a busy week it's been in the piping world. Uh, I have to say, yeah, and you guys have been sending in your messages in your droves. So I have to say, first of all, thank you to everyone who's got emails and mails and tweets and Facebook messages and all sorts. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. And before we get into it, also, we got some new patrons. Yeah. So shout out has to go to Brandon Moreno, Lone Star Piper, Harris Kilts, of course. Yes. And Source Bagpipes. You guys are awesome. Yes, you are. Thank you so much for supporting what we do. And if you do so wish, you can go to our Patreon page and click on that support button. There are various little tiers of little little bits of extra content and stuff that you can get if you are so interested. Uh, Yeah, you can help support the show and what we do. no. Let's get into a little bit of listener email. got an email here from uh, Jay Burrows. What about you, Jay? He says, hi, Rob. Just something I know has been touched on a little bit in the past, but just a question that has come up in the past couple of days while sat among the company of some of the, some of the piping gathering. So, putting it out there, he says, okay, number one, is the demise of the smaller band scene and lower grade bands possibly down to the wrong practice of poaching? hmm number two and what are people's views on poaching serious remarks only please well jay i have to be honest we did talk about player poaching on the show a while ago we did that we dedicated an entire podcast to player poaching so yeah go and check that out it's definitely worth a read (laughs) but not read of a listen to what am i talking about yeah because player poaching ...does seem to be a big issue still in the piping world, which really surprises me. Because whenever you talk about player poaching, the higher-grade bands swear blind that they don't do it. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) But yet all the bands in the lower grades still swear blind that it happens. So, I don't know. Yeah. So player poaching. I would ask you to go back and listen to our episode on player poaching. I'm not sure of the number, mind you, um, but yeah, I would ask you to go and have a listen to that. Who knows? We may listen or may listen, we may visit player poaching again. I don't know. You guys can let me know what you think. It's an interesting question. We got a lot of responses on this via the Facebook page and everything. So mm, an interesting conversation. Yeah. Also, got an email here from Dan saying, "Hey, Rob, thanks a million, mate. Just wanted to say thank you so much for all the crazy live streaming you guys were doing from Forest this past weekend. It's invaluable for us to be able to watch the pipe band championships internationally when we can't make it to the grass. Thank you so much." And that's Dan, and he's from Sacramento. Yeah, Sacramento. Cheers, Dan. Thanks very much for your email. And we got a lot of lovely messages. Saying just the same thing. We got a lot of messages from people actually who were saying they were watching from their hospital bed. I don't know what happened to everyone <laughs> over the course of the weekend. But it seemed to be as the European Championships were happening in as A lot of people were laying up in hospital. Terrible. So hey that's what it's all about we do our live streaming uh from these events to bring it to you guys who can't go to these things can't be there in person so yeah we can bring you all of grade one and bring you the all important results so you're kept up to date and you know exactly what's happening so yeah that's what why we do it you know so thank you to everyone for all your very kind messages but they were coming in ...really internationally. Uh, if anything, one of the furthest away messages, I think... ...or one of the most unusual ones we got... ...was actually from a guy from Brazil. Yeah, I had no idea that we had piping and drumming fans in Brazil. But, there you go. eh? <laughs> right. Let's fly on. We've got loads more to cover. Of course, as I've said... ...it was the European Championships this past weekend. <sighs> what a weekend it was. hey. Eh? Yeah, for those of you who managed to tune into our live stream, first of all, I have to say a shout-out, big-time shout-out has to go to Stephen from the Grace Note Vortex. Thank you so much, Stephen. You really did save our Bacon Man, and the work that you produced over the course of the weekend was second to none. Conditions on the day on Forest were hot. Yeah, really inclement weather that we're not used to over here. A lot of bands really struggling for sound on the day. As a result, uh, as you know, us here in the UK... That big shiny yellow ball in the sky we're just not used to. So, hmm, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was a real difficult day to set sound. But by all accounts, that doesn't mean that the competition itself was poor because I think the standard in all the grades was sky high, to say the very least. So, let's get into the results, shall we? I know I get stuck by the Grace Note Vortex and by well, those other guys, the Chanter Rant. <laughs> podcast (laughs) they love to give me stick about this but hey it's what we do we go through the results and we keep you updated on what's going on so starting with grade novice b yep the north lanarkshire schools managed to lift the top spot and the drumming went to queen victoria's school so not a bad result with two first places in piping there by the way so yeah not bad at all now on to the Again, Dollar Academy marching on, lifting a top prize, and yeah, with George Watson's College, lifting a drumming prize. Not too shabby at all. Now, in Grade 4B, we had to have a qualifying. So we had two qualifying heats, and then with a final. So, yeah, 24 bands in total made it for quite a large grade on the day, with a final of 12 bands. So, if you made it through to the final in Grade 4B... You honestly deserve a prize, (laughs) to be honest. To get through to that top 12 is not a small achievement by any means, so well done. Uh, Of course, here's our European champion on the day, Lower Clyde, Pipes and Drums. Well done, Lower Clyde. There you go. And uh, yeah, the drumming actually went to Strathendrick. But Strathendrick actually managed to finish sixth. Which kind of stings a bit. So they lifted the drumming, but finished in sixth spot. So, yeah. And Lower Clyde actually got read out as and Clyde. By Mr Ian Hamilton, have anybody managed to catch that. <laughs> it was quite funny. He said "Loman and Clyde. Oh, oh no it's not Loman and Clyde. Lower Clyde. He, he very quickly corrected himself. So well caught. But yeah. Lower Clyde managed to lift the top spot there. in Grade 4B with two first places in piping. Not bad at all. Right. Let's look at Grade 4A then shall we. European champion 2018 Tweedville. Yeah. They managed to finish top spot with two fourths in piping. And a second in drumming, which pulled them up. Also, they had first in ensemble, so that's give them the the overall win. However, yeah, Glenrothes and District managed to lift the drumming, and they finished seventh. So out of the prizes, but lifting a drumming title. So mm, pipe core, what he's doing, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, there was one result in here that was really unusual, and one I wanted to talk about about grade four A. Now, we were all talking about disparaging and disagreeing results, and Grade 4A this past weekend on Forest seemed to kind of epitomise this. If anyone's looked at the overall sheets yet, go and have a look at Davidson Main's pipe band in Grade 4A. They had an 11th and a 12th in piping, which is well down the table, but they had a 2nd in ensemble. Now, I'll let that sink in. They were 11th and 12th in piping, but 2nd in ensemble. Now, tell me, if your piping is terrible, and you're well down the table like that, how can you finish 2nd in ensemble? I, I'm sorry, I just, I don't understand it. I'm not slacking Davidson Mains by any means, <laughs> please don't take that. But... Do you know what I mean? The results don't tally up. You have an 11th and a 12th in piping, but 2nd in ensemble. What was the ensemble judge listening to? Don't know. Hmm. But, yeah, look, and there's also results here. Uh, Fraserburgh, Royal British Legion, RBL, of course. Fraserburgh had 2 thirteenths in piping, so well down the table in the piping, but finished 4th in ensemble. Hm. Again, I don't know. I can't figure it out. I just don't know what ensemble judges are listening to. So do you know what? Some one of these days, whenever we get our judging podcast up and running, we're going to have to look at the area of ensemble again. I know we have talked about it here in the podcast before. Ensemble seems to hold so much power in the piping world. But like you've just heard there's quite big differences there. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how you can finish so low down on piping, but so high in ensemble. It doesn't make sense. Anyway, looking at the juvenile grade then. Moving on. Dollar Academy lifted the top spot. Well done, Dollar. Yeah, not a bad weekend's work. Lifting the novice A and lifting the juvenile title as well. Plus, Dollar managed to lift the Drummond title as well. So, well done to Dollar Academy. I bet it didn't our pick for the grade, to be fair. Yeah, so shout out to you guys at Dollar. Okay, moving on to grade 3B then. Lifting the top spot then was Johnstone, Pipe Band, and done it quite convincingly as well, with ones right across the board. Yep, two firsts in piping, a first in drumming, first and ensemble. Nobody could touch them. It was incredible. So well done, Johnstone. You guys really did play for it. Well deserved. Now to grade 3A then. Who lifted the top spot? Oddington Strathclyde. Yes, well done. And the drumming went to the 2622 Highland Squadron of the RAF. Again, another one of our picks. On one of our prediction shows. So there you go. Yeah. Udington, Not a bad result at all. If anything. Showing now that the Royal Borough of Annan actually have a bit of a chink in the armour. Yeah. I think this is a, the first time they've been knocked off uh, at the majors I think in Grade 3A. So mm, there you go. Royal Borough will no doubt come out of the European Championships. Coming out fighting when it comes to Dumbarton. Yeah. Grant. On to Grade 2. Grade 2 is a bit of a mixed bag on the day. Uh, Bands having varying different performances, to be honest. Some bands with sound and some bands struggling to find it, I think, was the report on the ground. (laughs) But on the day, yeah, couldn't take it away from them. Mackenzie Caledonian, of course. Our current UK champions are now European champions. So well done, Mackenzie. You guys lifted it quite convincingly. Two first places in piping and a first in ensemble. However, a seventh in drumming. Which is really bad. Whenever you consider there's nine in the grade, that's well down. So, a big shock of a result on the Drummond, to be honest. So, yeah. Ouch, I think. But, yeah. Lifting the drumming, however, was Bucksburn. of course, Bucksburn and District managed to finish second overall. So, there you go. Well done, Mackenzie. Lifting the top spot. Now, let's talk about the big game. Grade one. Who are our current European champions? Well, in case you've been living in a cave somewhere... Yes, it was Inverary. Inverary district, lifting the top spot. And oh, it, if you've ever had a chance to look at the overall sheets, it makes for some incredible reading. <laughs> I've been poring over this for days now since it's happened. And it's such an interesting mix of results. Oh, I don't know. It seemed to be every judge on the field seemed to have a big disagreement with each other. Very interesting stuff. So, looking at the results, of course, first of all, we had Inverary lifting the top spot, European champion 2018. Second, then, were Field Marshal nipping on the heels. Scottish Pard then finished up third. Fourth were St. Lawrence Atul. Fifth were Police Scotland Fife. See, they're in there again. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Police Scotland Fife. There you go. In there in fifth. Well done, guys. And the Boggies were in sixth. Yes! Go on, the Boggies. Awesome to see you back up there. Now, uh, yeah, looking at the top spot there, Inverary had a third and a first in piping. And so did Field Marshal. Both of them had third places in piping and both of them had first places. So clearly the piping judges had the disagreement there. Mm. Now the drumming, however, Field Marshal lifting the drumming certainly helped their placing. So yeah, Field Marshal Montgomery's drum corps, European champions. Not bad. And if anything, did you check out Field Marshal Montgomery's new drums? Ooh, shiny. Shiny. (laughs) <laughs> they were awesome yeah, so were, yeah and you can see your face in them and every, oh so shiny I, I'm just a sucker for shiny drums they were class, I really really loved them oh I don't know possible nominee for coolest drums, who knows I don't know, just putting it out there but Field Marshall's new drums just look awesome and Did that result in them lifting the top spot? Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? But their drumming did sound different to me. It did have like a slightly different tone. Whether they had a set different sound or something. Maybe it was the heat. I don't know. But they certainly did sound different. So Field Marshall lifting the drumming. Not bad. So Field Marshall then finished third in Ensemble. So that knocked them down into second place. Again, like I said, the Ensemble Judge holding a lot of power here. So, Yeah. I would urge you, go and read through the Grade 1 summaries. If you are interested at all to see how the bands all shook down, I think it makes for some very interesting reading, especially when it comes to the top five, because the judges really didn't seem to be able to make their minds up. And that's, yeah. looking at this, it's very clear. The judges really didn't know where to put people. <laughs> and listening to the live stream myself at home, and I listen to all of it from start to finish, I'll be brutally honest and give you my opinion of the grades. Now, the band that really impressed me on the day, listening to the live stream, the band that really blew my socks off, now you could shoot me down if you want, Shots and Dykehead. Shots came in there and played a medley that was fantastic. Now, I know Shots yeah, finished out of the prizes. They finished in 7th place. But they, ha- yeah, for me, their medley was just Brilliant. I really, really enjoyed it. If anything, you guys know that I'm a massive Ross Ainsley and Ali Hutton fan. Well, of course, then they started their medley set with one of their tunes called Grands. And wow. Just wow. Go and listen to Shots and Dykehead playing at the Euros this year. I think that could be up there as one of my favourite runs of the year. Now, it's one of these things... A band can go in there, play out of their socks and never finish in the prizes. Do you know what I mean? But honestly, for me, the band that really impressed me on the day was Shots. Shots have had a bit of a difficult couple of seasons, really. And if anything, it's good to see them on the rise again. Could they be finding their form again just in time whenever it comes to the big Who knows? It's still early doors. You know, don't get me wrong. We still have Dumbarton to come and yeah, the Scottish Championships, 20th of July. Just around the corner. A couple of weeks. Yeah. I'm going to reserve judgment. Until everything falls down. At Dumbarton. And then we get to see. The lay of the land. But trust me. There's two bands now. In that grade. That I'm really interested to watch. Number one. Has to be shots. Number two. As I've said before. Is Police Scotland 5. Police Scotland 5. Yeah. They're in that top five spot. And they're in there quite consistently too. So. Who knows? Possible dark horse. Not to take it away from Inverary Field Marshal, St Lawrence, Scottish Power. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? These guys are consistently top four. And uh, now, when you look at it, we've had three majors with three different champions. We've had Inverary, Scottish Par and St Lawrence. So, you know, as a spectator, That just makes it awesome. As a pipe band commentator, it gives me tons of stuff to talk about. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Rather than just boring, oh, this guy won it again. Whoopee. You know what I mean? This is really, really interesting. If anything, this is possibly one of the tightest competition seasons in memory. It hasn't been this interesting in quite a while. (laughs) So, if anything, I am just loving this season so far. So, with that in mind... Yeah, shout out to Inverarian District. Congratulations on your European Championship win. If anything, what I would like to see now happen at the Scottish Championships in Dumbarton, I would love to see someone else win. I would love to see four majors with four different champions. Wouldn't that be incredible? And I'm just going to throw this out there. Field Marshal haven't lifted a major yet. Mm Mm-hmm. Going to put that out there. Field Marshal haven't lifted a major yet. However, here they are at the Euros. They just lifted the Drummond. And they came a very close second to Inverere. There were one point behind them at the top spot. So, who knows? Field Marshal could be ready to come out all guns blazing when the time comes to Dumbarton. And they could just start the momentum rolling going into Glasgow. Who knows? Or you could have the opposite. You could have Scottish power comes in and steam rolls over everyone. Or St. Lawrence, of course, they can come in and blow everybody out of the water. That's what makes this all so interesting and I love talking about it. because Everyone keeps asking me, well, Rob, any predictions for the worlds? I actually know people last year who put money on based on what I had to say about the worlds. Now, that's scary. Whenever you consider last year's worlds... <laughs> If you listen to our world's warm-up show and you know we give our predictions and everything and we got them all dreadfully wrong, it was shocking. So to everyone who's ever going to go and place bets and stuff on a bookmaker's based on what we say in the radio... On a Postcap Podcast, please, please don't, you know, we are not experts by any means. We are fans like you guys. So we can get stuff wrong. Stuff that wrong. God, wrong. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, we can do, certainly. So, hey, do you know what? It's like I said, I would love to see another major with another champion. And I'm just throwing it out there. Field Marshall haven't won a major yet. Do you know what I mean? And these guys are known as being the giants of the piping world. So, hey. They could be due. You never know. Anyway, I'm just putting it out. Right, time to go on to the drum majors. I know some people will switch off. But drum majoring this season has been pretty interesting. Now, there was a lot of drum majors over there from Northern Ireland. And, uh, yeah, starting off at the junior grade... Lifting the top spot was Abigail Wenlock from Shots and Deckhead. Well done, Abigail, of course, coming from sunny Northern Ireland. Congratulations, Abigail. Lifting the top spot then in the juvenile grade was Cara Gilmer from Scottish Fire and Rescue. Well done, Cara. Awesome. Uh, so her nearest rival then, Jamie Couples, actually was finished up second from Mackenzie. Both of those guys, of course, from Northern Ireland in the game. Now, towards the adult drum majors, this was all sorts of interesting from the weekend. If you actually go and have a look at how the grade adult heats fared out, very interesting to read, to be honest. Go and have a a read at that. I'm not going to go through it here now in the podcast. I'll bore you. But, adult final on the day then, who lifted the top spot? Liam Renton of Inverary. Not bad. If anything, I think this is Liam's first major championships this season. So well done, Liam. Congratulations. Of course, then, uh, bringing up the the runner-up spot then was Lauren Hanna from Loman and Clyde. So well done, Lauren. Now, very, very interesting uh, goings on there in the adult drum majors, I think. Well worth a look, especially coming into Dumbarton. And we're going to start talking about predictions for the world's. Who are we going to be backing? I don't know. I know at the very beginning of the season, we give our predictions that Jason Price, our current world champion, could be in there with a the chance. And so far, he's uh, he's not had the best of seasons. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah I don't know. But hey, uh, who knows? We could still be right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Anyway, let's fly on. We've got so much more to talk about. And yeah. One thing I really wanted to talk about tonight is the All-Ireland Championships are this weekend. Yay! Man, I'm so excited. The All-Ireland Championships. People have been asking, is this a major championship? I would say it is and it isn't. It's a major championship on the domestic calendar, if that makes any sense. It's a championship that every band here in Northern Ireland, slash Ireland in general, it's a, it's a competition that everybody wants to win. It's quite prestigious. There's a lot of uh, pride on the line to be able to say that you're an all-Ireland champion. And uh, yeah, thankfully, haven't won it a good number of times myself, it's quite nice to be able to say that and show everyone your medals and hey-ho. But yeah, this one is quite prestigious whenever it comes to the island of Ireland itself. It's quite, you know... Awesome in our piping scene. So the All-Ireland Championships this weekend in New Ross and County Wexford. It's the 73rd All-Ireland Championships. This one's going to be a big one. Talking to the organisers of the event, there's going to be a week-long festival. So it's actually happening right now as I'm recording this. Yeah, there's going to be music and street parties and all sorts of craziness going on down there in New Ross. Right the way up until the Championships on the Saturday. And then, yeah, we have this huge competition. Now for being... A domestic competition, essentially, is one of the biggest ones on our Irish calendar. And it draws bands from around the world. Let's go through the draw, first of all. Now, I'm not going to go through it band by band, because, frankly, that would take forever. But I want to give you a brief overview to let you know how many bands are going to compete at this thing. To let you know, just give you a feeling for things. So, Grade 4B, we have 21 bands. Alright, I'll let that sink in. <laughs> Because whenever you looked at Forest, I just said we had 24 bands in Forest. Now, that was a European Championship. And here we are for an All-Ireland Championship, and we've got 21. That says something. Yeah. Now, I wanted to bring this up because it was brought up on our Facebook livestream. And people were talking about Forest and how an amazing venue it was. And the competition was fantastic and everything. But someone posed the question and asked... Can we use Fares as a true judgment of how our season is going? And the answer to that would have to be honestly no. Because when you look at it through all the lower grades, all the way, you know, grade four, grade three, grade two, there was zero bands from Ireland and Northern Ireland there. So you didn't have the likes of Rivara, Kloss Kelt, and Grantia, and, you know, McNeilstown. Bands that have been doing incredibly well here in Ireland and Northern Ireland, and even at the majors. They didn't go to the Euros, so it was an all Scottish affair. All the bands who were competing in the grades were all from Scotland. Well, mostly all from Scotland, (laughs) apart from Balagan, of course. And um, yeah, there was a little sprinkling of Northern Irish Irish bands in there in Grade 1. So, did we get a true reflection of how our season is going? No. Did that mean that the standard was lower? Definitely not. If anything, I did say that the standard was sky high. And whoever lifted prizes certainly deserved them. So, well done to everyone. But, yeah. Was it a true reflection? Can we start talking about predictions based on what happened in Forest? No, I don't think we can. Because a lot of bands weren't there that will be at Glasgow. So, we need to count them in. So, I guess we'll look forward to Dumbarton and we're going to see who's going to turn up for that. But... We're talking about the All-Irelands. Looking at Grade 4B with 21 bands in there. Now, a couple of bands in here I want to give a special mention to who are flying in from quite a distance away. The Newfoundland Highlanders Pipe Band are flying in from Canada. So, well done making that trip. It's not easy. And the Colin Kill School of Piping and Drumming from the USA are also making the journey. So, Awesome absolutely awesome i cannot wait to see these guys so yeah i have to say they have them on first thing in the morning which is terrible by the way why I'd give them a terrible draw but here they are <clears throat> grade 4b and uh, newfoundland's actually on around half 11 in the morning and colin kill school of piping and Drummond's actually on at about 20 to 12 so they're on relatively early in the morning not the best draw in the world but it's a huge grade so you know it's gonna run all day that grade. Looking at Grade 4A then, there's 11 bands in total. And, uh, yeah, drawing from all over Ireland. It's it's going to be a pretty interesting grade. Looking at Grade 3B then, however, we're down in numbers. We've only five in Grade 3B, which is mm, not the best. But St. Colin Kill United Gaelic Pipe Band from the US are going to be in there. Yeah! Awesome. So there you go, another band from the US. I think they're part of the same kind of outfit, same kind of crowd, am I wrong? Like the same organisation? I don't know, I could be being completely naive here. But there you go. <laughs> Those guys are in there making up the five bands in Grade 3B. Looking at Grade 3A then, we have seven bands in there. Not a bad grade at all. And then looking at Grade 2, we've got five. Um, so looking at the five bands, you have Klaus Kelp, Rivara, New Ross, Manor Cunningham and Column Kill. Then we have Grade 1 on the day. Now, Grade 1 is interesting at the All-Irelands because they have to play twice. You have to submit an MSR and a medley. So... Yeah, you get to see your Grade One bands competing in the ring twice. It's an interesting competition. So yeah, starting off, we have St. To Lawrence Tool, of course, and Field Marshall. Now this is interesting because we don't have any PSNI. Hmm, interesting. But there we go. They're not making the trip for the All-Ireland this year. So we have St. Lawrence Tool and Field Marshal juking you out for the All-Ireland title. Now, I do know there is a friendly bit of rivalry between these two bands when it comes to the All-Ireland Championships specifically. There's been a bit of backwards and forwards throughout the years between Field Marshal and St. Lawrence when it comes to the All-Ireland title. And it's always one that I know that Mr. Richard Parks likes to lift. And it's also one that the Tullys like to lift as well. So, yeah, there's a bit of friendly rivalry goes on there you know so uh, yeah good luck to both bands in grade one yeah have a good tune now for those of you who can't make it to the all Ireland, don't worry we have you covered like i've said on their facebook live streams and all that sort of stuff we will be live streaming everything from grade two and grade one that's it plus we'll also be doing the all important results who knows we may get time on the day to try and cover the guys who are flying from canada and the u.s But we don't know if we'll be able to, to be brutally honest. (laughs) It's going to be an incredibly busy day on the day. Uh, But shout out to the Irish Pipe Band Association. Those guys have been a massive help and uh, yeah, are really helping us out. And letting us have all sorts of unprecedented access that we don't normally receive when it comes to competition. So thank you to the Irish Pipe Band Association, first of all. And we will do our very best to bring you as much coverage from the All-Irelands as possible on the day but it's going to be very very busy so if you are interested in checking out our live streams get onto the Rab Show Facebook page as well as checking out all the performances from Forest and that go have a look and listen all the videos of the performances as they happened were all up there on the Rab Show Facebook page it's definitely worth a look even for listening back on it makes for interesting reading reading why am I keep saying reading it makes for interesting listening goodness sake reading anyway Okay, shout-out goes to Mackenzie Caledonia Pipe Band, who are going to be holding a centenary dinner. Yes! Aye. <laughs> Apparently, this is going to be held in the Apex Hotel in Dundee. This has got, yeah, special centenary dinner and drinks reception where you will get a three-course meal, a guest performance. Ooh, it could be anyone having to say who that is yet. Plus music by a band called the Kayleigh Mathia. Now, that just sounds... Awesome. So tickets apparently are 40 quid, which is a bit steep, but apparently goes towards the band funds and everything. So if you are interested in helping the band raise a bit of cash, there you go. Plus you get a, a big feed, three-course dinner, and a bit of a killy into the wee hours. So if you are interested, get in contact with Mackenzie uh, Pipe Band, yeah, Caledonian Pipe Band, and then get them on their Facebook page and social media, and they'll hook you up with tickets. So again, that's happening the 29th of September, 2018. There you go. Apparently doors open, I think it was at half six, I'm thinking, I'm right reading there, was it right? The Doors open at half six and through to the wee hours. So there you go. There you go. That's a shameless plug for you there, Mackenzie Caledonia. Also, I have to say, us on the Rab Show team, we, uh, yeah, we'll be closing something that we launched a while ago. A couple of weeks ago, we launched a bit of a fundraiser for RSPBA, Northern Ireland photographer, Brian Hassan. As you guys know, Brian has been taking photographs for the association now for years and recently he suffered loss of his equipment. He managed to set down a bag full of cameras and lenses and all that sort of stuff and managed to set it to the side and then within 10 minutes, poof, gone. And he couldn't find it. Nobody gave it back. I don't know if it was stolen or just misplaced or lost or whatever, but there was clearly thousands of pounds worth of camera equipment in that bag. And, yeah, Brian has found himself at a bit of a loss. How can he continue to take amazing photographs and put them all over social media and stuff without his gear? So, us on The Rap Show, we launched a bit of a GoFundMe page for Brian to replace his camera gear. At the time of recording this, on the 4th of July, we've managed to raise over £300, which is amazing. So, thank you, first of all, to all of your kind donations. Um, it's very, very gratefully received. And, yeah, if you do so wish... Get your donations in. Go and check it out on the Rab Show Facebook page. We have all the links up there to the GoFundMe page. And, uh, yeah, if you've enjoyed any of Brian Hassan's photographs from throughout the years, definitely go and donate even five quid or two or three pounds, whatever. Every little does really help. And, uh, yeah, we'll be closing our fundraiser on Friday of this week. So, yeah, we will let you know the grand total we managed to raise. So there you go. Also, in other news, (laughs) me... Yeah, I kind of dropped it in in last week's podcast, casually, as you will, but caused a bit of a stir. Yeah, I'm currently working for BBC Radio Ulster. Yeah, for those of you in the know, and yeah, I've been sharing it out on social media and everything, but yeah, I have been working on our brand new Ulster Scots magazine show called Kentra. And yeah, it's all sorts of awesome. I've been all sorts of chuffed and proud proudest punch to be on our own national broadcaster over here and yeah it's weird if anything hearing my voice on the bbc very strange but um yeah if you are interested you can go just type it into google bbc radio ulster kintra that's k-i-n-t-r-a and yeah episode one is now available on the iplayer you can go and listen back so if you did manage to miss it on the radio or even live you can go and catch up. So yeah, <laughs> my debut, if you want, on national broadcaster BBC Radio. Also, uh, yeah, if anything, people were a lot of a lot of concern came out of it. To be honest, a lot of people were worried, thinking I was going to stop doing the Big Rab Show now and suddenly start working for the BBC. And uh, I have to say, don't worry, the Big Rab Show will remain. <laughs> Everyone seems to panic as soon as I seem to do anything different. They're like, oh, does this mean the podcasts are stopping? Does this mean we're not going to get any more live streaming and, you know, Facebook stuff? No, of course not. The Rab Show will continue. Do you know what I mean? It's not just me. We have a team of people here who are very passionate about what we do and trying to bring pipe and drumming as far and as wide as humanly possible and social media is one of those things, and the podcast is one of those things, and the radio show Infuse is one of those things. We try to promote our love of our music far and wide, and that's exactly what we'll continue to do, regardless if I'll be working on the BBC or not. It just means for me now, personally, that there's not enough hours in the day to get stuff done. <laughs> but you know i'll muscle through and uh yeah i have to say the team and the rap show are just second to none you guys are awesome the, the guys on the rap show team just work tirelessly and uh yeah i couldn't thank them enough so with that in mind i shall fly on and yeah i will address the big elephant in the room yes i am now working with bbc radio ulster and yes you can go and listen to the show it's up there bbc radio ulster kintra k-i-n-t-r-a is what you call the show and yeah you'll get to hear myself on there and i do manage to sneak in a good bit of piping and drumming into the whole thing to get you know no show without punch eh? grand so there you go that's bbc and kintra and all that stuff and I'm putting your mind at ease saying i'm not going anywhere don't panic i am here right <laughs> Okay, it's time for me to throw up the heels. Oh, I have to say about it before we get into the topic of the week. Actually, um, it's been quite an interesting week. Um, I have to say, Grace Note Vortex are back. By the way, I think I gave you a plug last week, but they're back. Grace Note Vortex episode eight. Now I have to say, it was a little bit of a difficult listen. To be brutally honest, it was really quiet. The audio level was very low. But I would urge you to stick with it. You know, you can—you certainly can listen to it. Not a problem. It's just a little bit quiet. So maybe go to a quiet room somewhere and plug the headphones in. Listen away. It was awesome to catch up with the guys again with the Grey Snow Vortex. Fantastic stuff. Also, this week's Chanter Rant podcast was the stuff of legend. Now, I can't read the title of the episode because there's a curse word in the title. And I'm family friendly. So... <laughs> If you are going to listen to the Chantarab podcast this week, again, listener discretion is advised, but oh my word, it's hysterical this week. Please go and check it out if you are not easily offended. Go and check out Ram podcast this week. It's just epic. Oh, man, I don't think I've laughed that hard in a long time listening to the podcast. So thank you guys of the Chantarab podcast. You certainly entertained me on the way out to Fuse FM there the other day. (laughs) Anyway, so with that in mind, shout out to the guys of the Grace Note Vortex. Uh, Yeah, awesome to hear them back again. And this time I had all three of the team who were there. So, yeah, brilliant. And a little bit of podcasting as well. Uh, Yeah, there are special plans in the works for a big Grace Note rant, I think. Yeah, we're going to do a bit of a pre-Worlds special podcast between The Big Rab Show, The Grace Note Vortex and Chandler We're all hoping to do like a three podcast kind of, I'm clapping my hands together, mashup kind of thing. So all three from the podcast and world will be on one show. So there you go. Where that will be uploaded, I'm not entirely sure. I think it is going to be uploaded on The Grace Note, not The Grace Note, sorry. Is it? No. It's going to be on the Chanter Rant uh, feed, as far as I'm aware. Uh, Because, yeah, so we can have a drink or two and not worrying about cursing so much. Because, uh, yeah, so we can... (laughs) Because we all know Andy and Josh and, uh, you know, those guys like to curse. (laughs) Do you know what? It's an awesome idea. I can't wait to be a part of it. So the big Grace Note rant, I'm certainly looking forward to it. Now when that'll come, I think it's the week before Worlds, maybe even during Worlds Week. I'm not entirely sure of the whole details yet, but we will let you all know all about that. But yeah, they mentioned it, the Chandler guys mentioned it on their podcast this week. So I just wanted to say, hey, I'm all sorts of looking forward to this. It's going to be awesome. So there you go. The big Grace Note rant is on the way. There you go plus we've got a ton more other podcasts that are in the works at the moment people have been asking for more bass drumming podcasts yes they're on the way they're coming plus we have quite a number of special interviews that are in the banks that we will be bringing you but just not yet because we're in the thick of it in the middle of the season so yeah we'll have so much more stuff coming your way so yes if you haven't yet please subscribe to the rap show podcast because we've got a lot of good stuff coming your road right that's it time for me to kick up the heels now time for me to go and get a big cup of tea it's time for the topic of the week LoneStarPiper.com the little pipe and drum supply in the heart of Texas proud to be firefighter owned and operated with 10 years in the industry they are dedicated to providing friendly, professional, personalised service featuring many of the most popular brands for bagpipers and drummers as well as custom kilts and highland wear Feel free to shoot them an email with questions about custom orders or to get a quote for special pricing on larger orders at sales at LoneStarPiper.com LoneStarPiper.com Check them out. The Harris Kilt Company, based in Belfast in Northern Ireland, can provide you with some of the highest quality highland wear available in the market. Are you looking for an outfit for a formal occasion, be it a wedding or a formal dinner, or are you outfitting a band? Then Harris Kilt Company are looking forward to hearing from you. Get in contact with them over their social media, on Facebook or on Twitter, or indeed, check out their website, harriskilts.com. The Harris Kilt Company can provide you with an outfit right the way from your brogues, right the way to your Glengarry. The Harris Kilt Company, 150, Sandy Row, Belfast, or on HoraceKilts.com. Are you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes? Then look at Source Bagpipes. Bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many, many more. In addition, brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock and are all up on their website Sourcebackpipes.co.uk. Contact Ross for more information Yes, what about that? That's a shout out to our patrons there. Those guys who've clicked that support button, thank you so much for helping support what we do. If you are so inclined, you can help support what we do yourselves. If you are wishing to help support what we do, you can either go on our Patreon page and click on that support button. And you get lots of little bits of extra content and stuff. It's pretty cool. Plus you also get that little 30 second shout out on the show. And yeah, you can fill that 30 seconds with whatever you wish. So yeah, those couple of people there wanted to plug their websites and stuff. So hey, why not? So, also, you can get yourself some Rab Show merch. Yes, and, yeah, I have to say this. I know I mentioned it in last week's podcast. But if you are wishing to receive your Rab Show merch before the Worlds, you need to get your order in by this weekend. Now, this is July 4th. So, whenever you're listening to this, of course, you have to take that into consideration. But, yeah, you need to get your order to me by this weekend because, yeah, then we can guarantee delivery for the Worlds. Now... I have to say, I am not a clothing distributor by any means, so <laughs> I am doing my best. Orders have been coming in thick and fast, if anything, has been a bit ridiculous recently. So thank you to everyone for showing your support and buying your t-shirts and hoodies and all that sort of stuff. It's been awesome to see so many people buying the merch. And if anything, it's just even equally more awesome to see people wearing it out and about. Do you know what? I was actually in my hometown I think it was, it was this time last week, and I was filling the car with petrol, I was going to go and pay for it, and a guy met me at the petrol station door. You know, it kind of bumped in and said, Oh, I'm wearing one of your shirts. Ha! <laughs> so, all sorts of, yeah, cool. Um, Thanks, mate. Yeah, and ended up taking selfies and everything. It was very awkward, but very cool at the same time. So, yeah, <laughs> shout out to that guy, whoever he was. I have no idea. Never met him before. But, Awesome to see that people are wearing Rab Show merch. So yeah, thank you. If you have ordered some Rab Show merch and you are and you have it in your possession, send us a selfie. Yeah, hashtag Rab Show selfie. Let us know that you're wearing your merch out there with pride to say that you listen to the Rab Show. It'll be awesome to see them. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. If you do wish to support the show, yeah, you can pick up some merch and you get a wee hoodie and a shirt and stuff. And plus, we get a tiny little bit of profit off the top, so we can throw it back into paying for stuff like travel to events and all of that you know like cell phone data like I'm, i do not want to think how much the cell phone data cost from forest this past weekend Eww. anyway <laughs> let's fly on shall we we're not into this for money i wanted to talk about this week's topic of the week Ba-boom! right this has been messaged to the page now i can't say how many times but it's time for me to have a good old moan all right you're just gonna to have to bear with me because I am gonna let it off my chest. <laughs> Behavior at arenas, at competitions, has to be addressed. Okay. Now the reason I bring this up is because us in the Rap Show team, you guys know we try to live stream from events, bring in coverage to people around the world. Whoop! I just done a chant around there and hit my mic stand. Ding! I haven't got a bell. <laughs> Yeah, we try to live stream around the world, bringing, you know, piping and drumming to everywhere possible. And to do that, we need to set up like a camera and a microphone and everything so as the band walks in, we can actually film it and we can actually hear it. Now, first of all, let me address something. When it comes to behaviour at arenas, one thing that seems to be happening more and more here in the UK... It seems to be people love to set up camp. Now what I mean by that is that people love to set out rows upon rows upon rows of deck chairs. Or little camping chairs. Or just something that resembles a deck chair or camping chair. But it's actually one of those big le- leather lazy boy recliner things with the flipping, I don't know. Yeah, it seems to be people love to set up camp. Now what I mean by that is that they're there from 6am in the morning... And boom, deck chairs everywhere. I mean, you cannot get near the railing because there's just deck chairs. A sea of deck chairs. It's ridiculous. Now, at the UK Championships, thankfully, I was there for them opening the gates in the morning. And I was there battling with the deck chair people, trying to set up a tripod for a camera. And everything (laughs) It was just a bit of a nightmare. Trying to set up camp myself along with the rest of the campers. It was insane. It was absolutely insane. Now, I understand that you want to have a nice, comfortable seat. You want to get a nice view of the arena as well. uh, So you can sit in the sunshine and watch the bands with an uninterrupted view. Maybe have a little ice cream and sit there at your leisure and love seeing the bands. But, I have to say, behind your sea of deck chairs... Is the people who have to stand there for four and a half hours, watching the back of your head, eating an ice cream. <laughs> and they're so far away from the bands you can't see or hear them. <laughs> Now this is just a personal gripe of mine, perhaps this doesn't happen internationally, but it is certainly happening here in the UK. And it's a big issue, especially for those of us who want to get close enough to the action to be able to hear it, even to see it, even if it's only for one or two bands and then we can walk away. But yeah, these guys who set up camp. Now, I'm going to tell a story, and I'm not going to tell you the name of this person because they did introduce themselves. But who knows, they may listen to the podcast, they may know, may not. But if they do, you know exactly who I'm talking about. (laughs) And I let my feelings known on the day. I set up camp at a competition. This may not have been this year, it may have been last year or the year before. Yeah. (laughs) So I set up camp, I set up the tripod and everything with the camera. And then this guy came beside me and started setting up camp three or four big deck chairs and everything and then here comes uh, must have been the wife and then the two kids came and they all were carrying bags big bags now i mean proper big not carrier bags like shopping bags these were like big rucksacks full of stuff and i'm like what's in those bags so suddenly one guy started unpacking one of these bags and it was a huge umbrella i had the mic stand again it was a huge umbrella Right, like a big thing, a big shelter thing that he could sit behind, or sit underneath. I mean, and yeah, be sheltered from the rain. So underneath this huge umbrella sat these four different deck chairs, and then around that, then out of another bag, they had a windbreaker. Now I don't know if you know what a windbreaker is or not, but it's basically a big sheet of plastic staked into the ground to stop the wind from coming at you. So yeah, they made like a semi-circle around this big umbrella with a windbreaker. Deck chairs in the middle. All sitting under a big umbrella. They basically set up their own camp. It was ridiculous. So they all sat in under this huge umbrella. With the windbreak and everything. And then. Out of the huge big bags. Now I'm not joking when I say this. I've seen it happen. They brought out a barbecue. Yep. An actual barbecue. A gas stove. Barbecue. (laughs) I still can't believe it to this day, and I've told this story a good number of times now to people, and they still don't believe me. But yeah, they brought out a gas stove barbecue and they set it in underneath that wee um, wee umbrella, under that big umbrella, and then here comes the mother with the shopping bag. Then the shopping bag came from the car because she had to do another run. You see, you had to go back and get more stuff. So she brought back the shopping bag, and in the shopping bag was their breakfast. Meanwhile, this guy was there trying to light this barbecue. And I was just, like, in awe of this. I was watching, thinking, this guy, he's not just here for the day. He's going to spend the night here. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? This was, yeah, astounding to me. Now, I am used to people setting up a deck chair and maybe throwing their umbrella down or whatever and then walking away. Going to have a cup of tea, come back. And then sit in their chair and watch the championship. That's happened before countless times. And if anything it's becoming more prevalent now. But dang it. I keep hitting that mic stand. So it keeps happening now if anything more so nowadays. But this guy took the biscuit. He really did set up camp. And started lighting a barbecue. <laughs> and I don't know if it was the wife or a girlfriend or who it was. But brought a big bag of shopping. And the guy was about to start cooking. Now... No word of a lie, one of the officials came walking over, said hello to me. Hey, Rab, you're doing your live streaming today, mate? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Good to see you. Right. Then got chatting to the guy beside me and, uh, excuse me, what are you doing? And the guy says, I'm lighting a barbecue. And the guy said, mm. well, the official says, well, I don't think you can light a barbecue next to the grade one arena. Now, his answer was, why not? <laughs> now, that guy has stones on him... ...the size of basketballs. I don't know. Deadly. So, yeah. He was unceremoniously told... ...no barbecuing next to the Grade 1 arena. If you want a barbecue... ...head out into the car park or somewhere. There is like barbecue areas around... ...where we were at that time. And he told him... ...you know, there's supposed to be picnic areas and stuff... ...go and barbecue there... Don't barbecue next to the Grade 1 arena, please. So, mm, unceremoniously told, no. <laughs> but I think that was an extreme example. An extreme, extreme. And if anything, I've seen this guy a few times now since, and there's been no more barbecues. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, so, mm, there's been no windbreaker, there's been no big giant umbrella, there's just been him and his wee lawn chair, which is fine, you know, we can live with that, but... That was just ridiculous. He was really setting up camp for the week. Never mind that morning to watch Grade 1. Anyway. Oh, we could have give away where I was there. Anyway. <laughs> Grand. So I have to say. I have nothing against the deck chair brigade. The people who come out and set up camp from 6am in the morning. Before the arena is even hardly set up. And the lines aren't even dry on on the ground. And they're there setting their deck chairs out. Setting up camp. And well, then the rest of us, whenever we arrive on the bus and everything with the band, we have to stand, like, I don't know how many hundred feet back, looking over the top of a sea of people. It's, yeah, it's a bit... Mm, it's a pet hate of mine. It's, yeah, you can't technically stop people from doing it, but it's just, yeah, it's a bit annoying. Anyway, especially when you consider <clears throat> some of the major championships, you really have to be there from the scrape of dawn. Uh, as soon as that sun even peaks above the horizon, then you have to be there setting stuff up for your live stream that's crazy, so this year's been nuts from that respect, so full respect to the guys of the Rab Show team you pulled it out of the bag and got some good spots this year, (laughs) well done guys (laughs) haven't had to film over too many heads there you go, Grant now this brings me on to the next topic when it comes to behaviour at arenas, when you're there listening to grade 1, grade 2 regardless of the grade, it doesn't seem to matter what grade it is you're listening to, shut up (laughs) (laughs) okay just shut up if you're standing there at an arena and there's a band about to come on that's fine you can have a wee whisper to your friend who's coming on next oh I think that's St Mary's Derry Trasna okay that's fine have a wee whisper but don't start shouting over to your pal alright there Jimmy how's it going here I thought I seen you driving a new car last week you get a new car? How much did that cost you? Ah, oh, Jesus, you must have won the lotto. Meanwhile, there's a band playing in the arena, busting their guts trying to get through a medley or an MSR. Meanwhile, this guy's shouting over to his pal, Aye, oh, and I seen you, you had new rims on the car as well, big silver ones. Ha! <laughs> You must be absolutely loaded What do you like and then you're here in the competition as well I, oh, money bags money bags Just shut up Just shut up Let me hear the band I don't care about this dude's new car whether it had new rims on it whether he's loaded or not I don't care Shut up <laughs> <laughs> so many times I have been live streaming on the Rab Show Facebook page and right next to me there's a guy having a conversation with someone either right next to him and he's shouting over the band because the band's too loud, you know. You know what I mean? The band's too loud and he can't hear his mate. So he has to shout at him. Well, where are you at work this week? Where are you? Just shut up. Now, this is a prime example of talking at an arena when someone has to raise their voice to be able to be heard above the band. If you have to do that, you're talking too loud. Shut up. <laughs> but definitely don't shout across the arena at somebody you see on the other side. Don't shout over the band and say, Hey, how's it going? Hello. Walk over there, tap them on the shoulder and whisper in their ear. Don't shout across at them, asking them what they're going to have for dinner that night. Oh, my God. That has happened so many times. If anything, go back and listen to some of our live streams. Some of them are terrible because of that very reason. General public, whenever they get to the competition, if they're not interested in the band that's in the arena at that time, maybe they're waiting on their wee grandson or something coming on that's maybe the third or fourth band, or maybe they're just there as a general interest you know, that's maybe not the grade they want to watch, but they're there to pass the time. And, oh, they see their best friend, Jimmy, across the... Hello there, Jimmy. How are you, pal? Hello. Hey, how's it going? I haven't seen you in years. Uh, Shut up. Okay, that has to be my number one pet peeve. And apologies for the rant, everyone. (laughs) I know this is unusual for me to get so emotional about something it has really really got on my nerves this year it is oh it's so frustrating especially when us in the show here we've actually invested quite a bit you know thanks to our patreon supporters and you guys buying merchandise we have bought you know pretty high-end microphones not gonna lie some of the mics and stuff and the cameras etc that we're using and our, our smartphones and everything have all been upgraded so we can try and bring you the best streaming possible So hopefully these microphones cut out a lot of the background conversation about what we Jimmy's having for his dinner that night or did you see such and such in the beer tent, he's a mess. Uh, (laughs) Conversations like this that we don't want to hear, we just don't care, but we want to see the band in the ring. That's what we're tuning in to watch, we're not interested in what you made for supper the night before. You know, I don't care if your turkey's been in the oven for 12 hours and you need to go home and get it. Or, did he see the price of parking here? Oh, my Lord. Uh, There was one competition in memory that I remember. It was a couple of years ago now, once we started doing our live streaming, that will live in my memory. And, oh, I don't know. Uh, this one just narks me every time. We were filming the results. Now, you guys know, if you've been following our live stream at all on our Facebook page, we love to film the results. Because that brings everyone around the world and they get up to speed. They get to know what's happened. There and then, live as it happens. Now, unfortunately, the associations, both here in Northern Ireland and in Scotland and anywhere... We haven't been allowed access into the arena. We have to film the results from the point of view of the crowd. So we have to try and get the best vantage point possible to get the best viewpoint. And then essentially film over the top of people's heads so you can hear the results. You may not see the best picture and all of that sort of stuff but you can certainly hear the results. Now as a result of us not getting the access and everything we have to film it in the crowd. Which means you may be party to some conversations that may not be suitable for broadcast. Uh, because, let's face it, some people have been in the beer tent all day, maybe have had a beer or two, and then they maybe they're too drunk to walk into the ring, the arena, for the March past. Right? So where do they go? They change into their civvies and they lean up against a barrier right next to the guy who's doing our live stream. Brilliant. Brilliant. Now, as a result, we get a running commentary. (laughs) I never forget this. We were live streaming the results, and we got a running commentary. Started with Grade 4B, first place, this band. And then Mr Drunk Guy started. What? Are you kidding? Ah, come on, they played like dung. They never won. Ah, it's a fix, fix, it's a fix. So that continued through Grade 4B. On the grade 4A, it got gradually worse. It started name-calling then. Particular pipe majors were this, and particular drum sergeants were that. Looking on to grade 3B then, must have been this guy's own particular grade, because he just lost his mind, apparently, (laughs) and just started effing and jeffing all over the place. That live stream is no longer available. We've deleted it, because it was quite offensive to quite a number of people, because this guy clearly... It was just on a bit of a, a rough weekend and had not had the best time and it seemed to be no matter where our live streamer stood or where he went to this guy seemed to follow which was weird he did seem to want to give like a running commentary of what he thought of the results you know what i mean ah they never should have won ah they played like crap come on they never deserved that Ugh. i don't know so do you know what I'm not saying, if you see any of us on the Rab Show team, that you should be deathly quiet and never speak and never say hello or anything. Definitely say hello. Give us a shout and a wave and a hey and all that there. That's cool. But when the band is on, the band is playing, shut up. (laughs) Be quiet. Okay. It's a real, real bugbear of mine. We're trying to bring live streaming around the world. And here's people talking about what they were going to have for their dinner. Or, did you see somebody's new car? Or, did you watch the football last night? Or, uh, have you tried the new rich tea biscuits? I don't think they're as crunchy as the old ones. Just shut up! Who cares? Trying to listen to Field Marshal right now. I really don't care if you've got yourself two new rabbits in the house. I I, I don't care. (laughs) There you go. That's it for Topic of the Week. (laughs) I feel a lot better now that's actually like therapy piping therapy hey there you go so yeah I don't know have you guys experienced this at competitions regardless of the grade I'm not just talking about grade one by the way this seems to be just common on every grade doesn't seem to matter what grade it is people just seem to want to stand at arenas and just talk to each other Like you can talk that's fine But if you're having to raise your voice and shout over the band that's in the ring, you're talking too loud. Okay? (laughs) That's just it. Because there could be someone standing right next to you who's really trying to strain and listen to what the band's doing. Meanwhile, you're talking to your pal. Talking about how many packets of, uh, I don't know, crisps you can get in your face in one one minute. I don't know. (sighs) Random conversations. Do you know what I mean? I think behaviour at events in general, at the arena itself, is pretty good. It is normally okay. People are relatively well behaved. And if anything, I have to say, with us on the Rab Show, you guys have been awesome. Second to none. As soon as us were there in either the grade 1, grade 2, whatever arena we're at, people seem to see us there in our hoodies and our t-shirts and everything. And you go, wow, you're from the Rab Show, wow, awesome. I've had people offer to go and get me a burger or a bottle of water, and I think even Stephen has had beer bought for him. He's had people saying, "Do you want a pint?" Yeah, and brought him over pints of beer. I think Andrew's the same. He's been very well treated by the public. You know, you guys out there know what we do, the piping fans, and you've been definitely very generous to us on the Rab Show team. But I would still urge you that if you see us live streaming, maybe keep your conversation with Jimmy across the arena until later on. <laughs> <laughs> because we are there working. We're trying to you know, bring you guys as much pipe and goodness as possible. So, yeah, with that in mind, you guys are awesome at events. Please don't get me wrong. The good majority of you do well behave yourselves and are there with genuine interest to listen to the music. Um, but I'm talking to those who have zero interest in the music at all and instead want to stand and have a conversation with their friend at like 100,000 decibels. Yeah, just shut up. (laughs) Right. Time for me to fly on. Hope you've enjoyed this topic of the week this week. It is identifiable. I'm sure you guys out there have had experience of this in the past yourself. If you are so inclined, you can drop us an email. BigRabShow at gmail.com We would love to hear from you. Especially if you have experience of this in the past. Have you had anybody who has been misbehaving at an arena while standing watching a band and have you actually had to tell them, look, shut up, or have you, (laughs) or go away, (laughs) take their conversation somewhere else, I don't know, (laughs) maybe the next thing would be, what do they call those Voo Voo Zellas, they'd be blowing them, and air horns, and like you get at the World Cup, no, crazy, anyway, speaking of World Cup, I haven't been following the World Cup at all this year, I know it's on, but that's about it, you know, yeah, people asking me, am I following the football, no, are you following the piping? (laughs) (laughs) So that shuts them up just as quick as people talk to football about me. Or me about football. There you go. So I am aware there is a World Cup, so congratulations to whoever's winning and commiserations to whoever's losing, but frankly, I couldn't care less. Uh, But um, yeah, the piping world is just on fire at the minute. The All-Ireland Championships this weekend on New Ross will be an interesting one. To say the very least, it will be certainly one of the most competitive in recent years. So on us here on The Rab Show, we have you covered. So if you aren't going to New Ross this weekend, then get onto our Rab Show Facebook page over the course of the weekend, and we'll be bringing you live streaming from the event itself. Get your emails into us, BigRabShow at gmail.com, plus our Twitter as well, at BigRabShow, or indeed on Facebook, the Show. Or even on our website, thebigrabshow.com. There's tons of ways you can get in contact with us and we really want to hear from you guys. You are the piping folk and that's why we're here. We're here for you guys. So we are the show for you. So, yeah, please do even get your voicemails into us. We haven't had any voicemails in quite a while, actually. I think it's been around maybe the first few episodes, really, since the last time... We had any voicemails. All you have to do is record a little clip on your phone or whatever and email it into us. Bigrabshow at gmail.com. And yeah, your voice can be on the podcast. Okay. With that in mind, shout out to our brothers in the podcasting world, the Grace Note Vortex and the Chant Podcast. You guys are awesome. awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, yeah, if you haven't subscribed to our podcast yet, The Big Rab Show, please do. If this is your first episode, then welcome. Be sure to check out our back catalogue. We've got quite a lot now well worth a look and uh yeah please do give us an all-important rating on itunes and a comment and podbean all that sort of stuff it really does help what we do uh you know it doesn't matter with any charts and everything but it certainly does help whenever people are looking for piping content and yeah it shows that our podcast is being active and interactive all that sort of stuff and it helps us in the search results so there you go Grant, I am out the door. Good luck, everyone, at New Ross this weekend. It's going to be one hell of a championship. Good luck to everyone. And, yeah, we will we will be reporting on the full results from the all Ireland, And then looking forward to what's going to be happening in Glenarm the following week. Yeah, because we're not getting a break this season. Anyway, good luck, everyone, at the All-Irelands. Happy 4th of July, all of our American listeners. Yay! Hope you are all having the best time. And, uh, yeah, I might even raise a glass for you as the night myself. Oh, that's me. I'm out the door. I'll see you in the podcast next week. Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, raising the benchmark throughout all the grades. Winning eight out of nine possible World Championship performances, G1 Reads are played by bands around the world, producing that quintessential tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our current world champions in Vararian District. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rap Show podcast. All the best.